0: To fools and jackass on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh.
1: Nobody does it better. Kids, yes, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. it's such a bizarre time. Yeah. I apologize for that. All right, go. Go.
2: Did you hear that? What a name. Santa's little helper? It's a sign. It's an omen. It's a
0: coincidence, Dad. This is Ed McMichael. And now, he is Armstrong, Armstrong and, and...
2: Eddie.
1: We're running out of year, people. Live from the Studio C. I-M-P-E-A-C. H-M-E-N-T, senor. What? Impeachment? Oh, gotcha. Ah, <laughs> uh, What do I say next? A dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, on an historic day, <laughs> we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Andrew Johnson. Richard Nixon. Honorary. Bill Clinton. And now, Donald J. Trump. So they're going to. The few, the proud, the remained in office. Now, that's a Mount Rushmore. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so they're going to argue for four hours today? Four oh, more hours.
1: More than oh, that, right? Many hours. Yes. Many, many. Oh, many hours. yes. Uh, four, at, I think it's four hours each. At least six hours. <laughs> four hours each right? I don't know. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, amen to that, sister. Yeah. Uh, no, each party. Yeah. Oh, okay, four hours but, for each party. But so they're saying six hours? At least six at hours. At least, there you go. If everybody's still enjoying it, we'll just keep going. And, they're, hey, and they're, they're, hey, come to the party tonight, yeah. 7 p.m. till
2: question mark. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you yeah. know it's going to be wild.
1: <laughs> so, um, so there's going to be six to eight hours of people saying exactly the same thing they've been saying for months? Yes, but less capable people saying it. Right half backbenchers Oh, so everybody gets a chance to talk Indeed So all the committee members we've seen talk But this would be new people making the same all arguments All the but House it,
2: members will be able to stand up and speechify But it's a
1: chance to get on your local news yeah. in your district in Montana and uh, in Florida and wherever else That nobody's Precisely. heard what you have to say It's a lot like when at your business you, you you have everybody drop by to make a holiday video for your big clients or whatever that's the, This is a video session. Tonight. I feel like Homer Simpson when I look at this. Do Right, exactly. You know, that then sort get of get thing. gets on Channel 6. Timely <laughs> reference, sir. Good job. <laughs> yeah. I thought with the 30th anniversary, never mind. Uh, never mind.
0: <laughs>
2: yes.
1: Duh-oh!
0: Did I say that right? This is the Super Bowl of obstruction! Go, that sort of stuff. Exactly. All day Something about Baby Yoda.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good one. <laughs> the people of District 113 deserve better than this. I'm done now, and they'll just sit down. That's hey, a just good one. clip. Baby Yoda knows that call wasn't perfect. <laughs> oh, boy, do you have to be hip and timely? <laughs> Oh, God. This is the rise of lie walker. (laughs) No? Anybody? Anybody Anyone Oh, boy. Just want to say, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? Who is going to watch that? Oh, it's horrible. And and they're promising wall-to-wall coverage on various channels. Surely not. Are the big networks going to take it all day long? I don't know. I mean, it is impeachment of the president. I understand over the scope of history how you could make the argument for it. It, 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 the counter argument would be times have changed this is the sort of thing that happens now um, and it's not as big a deal as you know this, uh, this is one of the very few times when an historical day actually is i just don't know that there's much interesting about it anyway um we got plenty of other things to talk about oh my god did james comey lie in his interview the oh, other day wow he he i tell you what his rep Is going down, down, down. Well, it wasn't very high before. Well, yeah, but in some quarters, I would say the universality of his... Uh, of the belief that he's a crook is really increasing by the minute. Yeah, we got some examples for you that are just amazing. Anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flip and toggle, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
2: Uh pretty good. I, I just got my gift for the uh, A&G gift exchange. I'm pretty proud of it. I think it might be a little clever, and it might even bring a tear to the eye. Um, so we'll, we'll wow. see. It's pepper spray.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it does, generally. And snot to the nose and vomit to the lips.
2: Oh.
1: The Democrats are putting coal under the tree of the voters. Oh, that's a good one. huh? That's a good one. Yeah. That's nice. There's, You're in a safe uh, district, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I discern. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are
0: you this morning, Sean? Doing very well and doing even better because I'm currently rocking something from uh, the Positive Sean collection on the A&G store website. That's right. The Avid endorsement shirt is is quite comfortable, and I'm a big fan of it, and I look forward to rocking... Possibly only these style shirts for the remainder of the year. Wow, that'd be fabulous. Uh, Swag, yeah. Still s- endorsement. Yeah, well, a little bit backlogged on the uh, just like Mama's milkshake uh, shirts. Uh, we got those working. A couple others in the pipeline. Your uh, catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, does that got a logo on it somewhere? Uh, it's got the A and G logo on the back. On the back, It's, yeah, it's yeah. a little small, but that's
1: all right. Yeah, uh, understated. The the logo, not the t shirt. Correct. T shirt hangs beautifully from your physique.
0: There. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome.
2: I got
1: one of the largest in it. Comes comes down to my knees like I'm wearing a dress. What? Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, I can yeah. walk around in high heels in that thing. And really, please don't. <laughs> please do the not. Show. No. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> There is Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Who does our news every day for three more days. Oh, no! And he's retiring to a life of
2: uh, relaxation, leisure. Leisure. Yes. Scratchers and Chardonnay. Indeed, Dave. Listen, my friends, we got a pack of celebrity birthdays today. December 18th has really turned them out. Okay, first out of the box, you got Brad Pitt, 56 years young, net worth $300 million. Then singer, pop star... Brad Pitt's 56? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Wow. Huh.
1: So he'd be an example of. I look at somebody and say, look, they're older than me, and they look they look fine. Then I meet other people that are around my age, and I think, like, oh, that's what we look like. Yeah. <laughs>
2: singer, pop star, coach on The Voice, Christina Aguilera, 39. She has a net worth of $160 million. Oh, I still think of her as young. She's 39. Yep. Okay. Rock icon, the eternal Rolling Stone, Mr. Keith
0: Richards is seventy six. Wow! I saw a funny meme on uh, on Twitter the other day. We really need to start thinking about what sort of planet we're leaving behind for Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He sees Joe Biden old. Yeah, yeah. His
2: net worth three hundred and forty million dollars. Yeah, and the big Kahuna. Steven Spielberg hits seventy three. He has got a net worth of almost $4 billion. I did not know that.
1: Wow. Yes. And what's his big thing? <laughs> <He's> B- <laughs> D-T? What was What was Spielberg's
0: big thing? Uh, Jaws? Jaws? Jaws was Street? probably the thing that yeah. launched him. and then Right. He- to He's say that to, to try to narrow him down to a big thing seems yeah, like a difficult task. Close s- encounters <laughs> of the third kind, the Indiana Jones uh, movie. Yeah. There you oh, go, yeah. nineteen forty-one. I knew one. Of them. <laughs> God, Good.
1: I saw that in the Good theater. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, um, uh, yeah, I knew one of. Them. There was a franchise in there, so the Indiana Jones. Yep. That's his yep. franchise. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a gazillion dollars in that. Well, oh, and okay. then he he launched a production company that, that makes all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That he kind of sort of oversees. Mm.
2: And one newcomer to this particular list. Oh, good. There's more. Ms. Billie Eilish turns 18. 18. Yep. Net worth, $8 million. There you go. Well, good for her. <laughs> yep. And and her good brother.
1: a, a good, good jump start there.
2: Um, Jack Armstrong. Speaking. He's Joe Getty.
1: Wednesday, December 18th, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right. Uh, let's begin officially now. According to FCC rules and regulations, here we go at
2: Mark. Star Wars fans are already lined up, even though the new movie doesn't come out till Thursday. There's one guy in line who's like, is this all for Wetzel's pretzels? <laughs> it seems excessive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: funny.
2: Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, the FISA court blasting the FBI over the handling of wiretap request for former Trump advisor.
1: Buckle up. No, my... it was just good people working hard, according to James Comey's tweet after the report came out.
2: Buckle up! The House launches at least six hours of debate on impeachment. Uh-huh. Irma Gerd. And just <laughs> in time for Christmas, a new and quite disgusting way to trap porch pirates coming up. Mm.
1: Whatever it is, I like it. Mm. Is it painful? It is humiliating, odorous. Yes. The second one and certainly. Humiliating. Yeah. That, Super great, fabulous. That is fabulous. Um, how An aggressive did... scent. How does mailbag look? <laughs> it is very nice indeed. It will help expose, the, the, and this is practically an Armstrong and Getty exclusive, the phony new ways various government entities and nonprofits are inflating the number of homeless people. Oh, really? Yeah. Because there's so much money washing around? Exactly. It's the same way they inflated the number of so-called hungry people. And, uh, and what was the other obvious one? Oh, the uh, sexual assaults and stuff like that. It's, was, it's phony manipulation of statistics. I wish I was built that way. When I see something is becoming a crisis and bubbling up, how do I profit from that? Right. right. Homeless right. thing is really exploding. People are talking about gazillions of dollars. How do I get a chunk of that? Right. I don't think that way. I'm going to go home today and think about it. Uh, Anybody I'll, want to partner up? Um, I'm in. All that on the way on the Armstrong and Getty show. It's going to be a good one, I think.
2: Armstrong and Getty. Have yourself a merry Christmas. Let your heart
1: The average family will get into 12 arguments during holiday travel. (coughs)
0: That's my favorite stat of the day. We'll break that
1: that down later. Specifically
0: during the travel. Yeah. Wow.
1: Would the gentleman from Chicago uh, kindly yield back a couple of his minutes from mailbag for uh, a description of uh, Steven Spielberg's career? I would be delighted to do that uh, to my good friend. Very briefly... He had a bunch of TV and movie credits, uh, not of terribly uh, great note in the early 70s. He he... didn't die if you're just tuning in. Oh, his birthday. birthday. Jaws, Close Encounters of Mm -hmm. the Third Kind, the whole Raiders of the Ark series, and I'm skipping some big hits too. E.T., Twilight Zone, the movie, The Color Purple, Empire of the Sun, uh, Hook. Oh, I, I still would like an apology.
0: <laughs> what?
2: what? He did The Color Purple? I
1: didn't yes. know that. This is just as a director, and he is vastly more important as a producer, as a mogul, than a director. I was looking at his credits. They just they run on pages and pages. Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, mm. Amistad, Saving Private Ryan. Mm. Minority Report, catch me if you can. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Lincoln? Oh, wow, that was him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that movie so much. I haven't the seen The Daniel Day-Lewis one? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he directed that one. Came out after I had kids, so I haven't seen it. 2012. It's good. It's about Abe Lincoln, the president. <laughs> Not the car? No, 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 no. Nor the uh, fine Nebraskan city, but indeed, Abraham. Or a movie about Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. The ending's kind of sad. If you haven't seen it. The Lincoln movie? Downturn in the economy in Lincoln, Nebraska? No. 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 Mailbag. Um, Six to eight hours of uh, debate on the House floor today. That's plenty. As they work toward impeachment that might happen in the dark, I guess? Later in the day, that'll be an historic moment.
2: uh, That's where
1: that is. All right. Oh, that's right. Freedom Love and Quote of the Day, uh, continuing on with Friedrich Hayek this week. If socialists understood economics, they wouldn't be socialists. Hey now, new poll out. Socialism is growing in popularity. The debate tomorrow night is in California where Bernie Sanders leads the pack. I think the main reason socialism is growing in popularity is that people are stupid and greedy. Back to you. Well, that's the biggest problem with socialism is that that is our nature. Right. Uh, Pat in the Hood uh, writes on the topic of lowering the bar. I understand the Democratic nominees have asked the DNC to lower the bar for who qualifies for the January debate to allow a a more diverse group to participate in it. That's what's driving it. He says that's fine as long as they don't do that for things like graduating from high school, fighting crime, fires, or wars, or anything important. Well, unfortunately, they are. They are literally lowering the standards to bring in people of color. Uh, You wouldn't think that would be a great look, but they're doing it. Hmm. Yang doesn't count because he's Asian. Please, see the suit against Harvard. And Pete doesn't count for being gay because he's not gay enough. Yeah, I don't. His gayness—that's not me. That's that's the point of view of the left. Part of it might be where we are as a culture around gay, but his gayness just doesn't seem to be a plus or a minus. It's just not even anything
0: really. Well, I just want a great president. I don't, I don't That's that's kind of progress, isn't it? Well, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But yep. it just doesn't seem to be. I don't. I don't think it's going to hurt him or help him. It's just a nothing. <laughs> mm, it's an abomination, you know. <laughs> Talking about the debate. (laughs) I got you. That is an abomination. Just let it happen. Let it go. Let's see. Uh, H.J. in San Jose. Guys, love your program. Listen to your conversation about the use of the OK sign. Is it a white supremacist sign? I've noticed a number of NBA players use this sign when they make a three-pointer. What should we read into that? What should we read into it, you idiot? The NBA players are white supremacists, <laughs> including the black ones. Which They're is, the toughest ones to stop, which is shocking, right? Um, yeah, that's true. That is a popular thing when you hit a three-pointer. You do the AOK, which is clearly a W and a P. White power. Okay. Super. Oh, we've been talking about how the the progressive states and cities are now beginning to manipulate the numbers of homeless so they can get more funding. Notable example, the Salinas, California, school system calls anybody who's, quote-unquote, doubling up, homeless. If you live, you and your kid live with your, you know, family, you're considered homeless. So they can get more funding. Listen to this from John. I was involved in a homeless survey in Chico, California. The criteria was so bizarre. A woman and her children were considered homeless if she wanted to leave her husband but couldn't afford to get a divorce.
0: Oh, we're supposed to list
1: them as homeless.
2: That's a good one.
1: Goodness sakes. Uh, Shannon Rice, hey, turns out I'm homeless. Well, I do live in a 5,500 square foot house on a golf course. Um, My two children and I are homeless. We live with my sister and brother-in-law an arrangement that provides my children with a very nice home in a great school district and provides my sister with child care for her two autistic children. I can look out my front door and see kayaks on the lake and golfers out back. Who knew homelessness could be so comfortable? KTTS, keep twe- tweaking those statistics. That's Shannon. God bless you, Shannon. I hope someday you and your children are able to escape this terrible fate. Unfreaking believable. Oh man! I-, I tell you what, Jack. I tell you what. We have a trio of emails on bums, junkies, and homelessness from those who've been there, been homeless. Uh, yes, and/or dealt with the junkiedom, et cetera. Okay, that are blockbusters. Absolutely blockbusters. I printed out this tweet, even though it's not a mail, uh, uh, an email. You can email us anytime, by the way. Mailbag at ArmstrongandGetty.com. I would say that more, but I forget because I'm an idiot. Uh <laughs> Ian Bremmer uh retweeted this. Um have you heard about the president's letter to Nancy uh, Pelosi? I have it highlighted. It's hilarious. Six pages? Yeah, and uh Bremmer points out Kim Jong Un received a nicer letter than the Speaker of the House. Well, he's a nicer guy, Ian. <laughs> uh Marshall's news and there's quite a bit of it on the way on this historic day. <laughs> Speaking of the Democratic debate tomorrow night and socialism, there are a couple of stories, because a a number of places around the country are going to have their minimum wage go
2: up at the first of the year.
1: They pass laws. There's an article in this particular instance out of Seattle on how uh, a number of restaurant workers will be losing their job and a number of restaurants will be closing. Yep. Because that's what happens when you start screwing with the free market that way. If you make something more expensive artificially, fewer people will buy it. Uh, But
2: we'll talk about that Including Labor. Uh, News now, Marsha Phillips. Uh, A secret federal court is blasting the FBI over its handling of wiretap applications for an ex-Trump campaign advisor. The Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court said the FBI misled the court about the facts behind the wiretapping of former Trump campaign advisor Carter Page and has now directed the law enforcement agency to report back by next month on what steps it was taking to fix the problems.
1: I have a great deal to say on this topic, and we will uh, cover it in in greater depth a little bit later on, but I will tell you this. The FISA court never says anything about anything. They don't make statements. They don't publish scathing letters about anything. This is extraordinary that they would step out of their secret chambers and just blast the FBI. James Comey, you're exonerated. You tweeted it was it, that the report, the IG's report, exonerated the FBI. You lying sack of crap. Well, and I, I hope somebody uncovers this at some point because for weeks the mainstream media was saying. I'm picturing in my head George Stephanopoulos and people on various cable news shows saying uh, reports that are leaking out that uh, they, they they found no fault. And so somebody got that story out there to soften the blow for weeks ahead of time. Right. Then all the mainstream media ran with that headline on day one. With which, compliant lapdogs in the media. Which some people have called the worst day of journalism in American history. Wow. Which may be. Wow. Because I mean, they got the story completely wrong. Completely backwards. Right. right. So who was leaking all that all along? Well, how about the, the, the days, perhaps weeks of coverage, when Devin Nunes said, hey... There are some serious problems with the FISA court, and here's my memo explaining it. And Adam Schiff, that friggin' liar, puts out his memo saying it's perfectly fine, which was reported by all the mainstream media as clearly the truth and Nunes is a crackpot. For weeks we heard that.
2: God, our journalism is just terrible these days. But, you know, you knew that. (laughs) Things getting off to a slow start in the house uh, uh, today on this day of impeachment debate with Republicans immediately proposing madam speaker so we can stop wasting America's time on impeachment I move that the house do now adjourn question is on the motion to adjourn all in favor say aye aye opposed say no oh. the nos have it the motion is not adopted the nays, please well then you... they took a 15-minute break to vote on it via electronic device right they had a vote on whether to adjourn
0: <laughs> yes. for 15 minutes you, yes it? is that up for grabs here can I just do that <laughs>
1: So, um, uh, because it wasn't clear from the voice vote who won, is that why you get to count? Yeah, because it wasn't well. or that clear. Or you can demand one. Yeah. yeah. Hmm.
2: Meanwhile, ahead of the vote, Trump, uh, <laughs> President Trump sent an angry six-page letter to Speaker Nancy Pelosi, charging that there has been a, quote, vicious crusade against him, and that he was writing it for history, stating... When people look back at this affair, I want them to understand it and learn from it so that it can never happen to another president again.
1: Six-page letter. I haven't looked at any of it, Joe has, but does it appear to be something he wrote himself? He absolutely sat with the ghostwriter and fed him lines because the, the clips are her. Girls can write too, Joe. Thank the, you. The lines I've heard yeah, sound, like it myself now. The yeah. lines I've heard sound like his voice. Yes, he, his voice is definitely in this letter.
2: Meanwhile, President Trump and Vice and, President. will we'll feature it uh, next segment. And Vice President Pence will be holding a rally tonight in Michigan. A Merry Christmas rally will be at Kellogg Arena in Battle Creek, and that should be a fiery, fiery event. We're headed by Mike Pence? No, nope. President Trump and Mike Pence. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, and Nothing say.
1: with Mike Pence
2: is going to be fiery. Unless know. he
1: literally sets fire to the <laughs> arena and kills everybody. <laughs>
2: The FDA has gone ahead and approved sales of low uh, nicotine cigarettes that have 95% less nicotine than regular cigarettes. The FDA is stressing their decision. But all the delicious cancer. (laughs) Oh, my God. The FDA stresses their decision doesn't mean low nicotine cigarettes are safer than regular ones, but they show the potential. ...to help reduce nicotine dependence in smokers addicted
1: to it. Well, that's, that's a step forward. It's a nice bridge. You're, you're
2: a, a guy who quit smoking. Yes. What do you think of that? I think it's a great idea. Yeah, okay. Because All that's right. basically what I did. If you remember, for a year I puffed and I got nicotine just through my gums, but I didn't right. inhale. Yeah. Uh, two follow-up questions. Yeah. Number one, why are there candy cigarettes in the lunchroom?
0: And two... Are candy cigarettes still a thing? Mm-hmm. It was left over from our 20s uh, holiday theme party. The party. Oh. Surely you can't buy them in this state. Did they get them
1: imported from Nevada <laughs> or some <laughs> godforsaken China. land? From Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> some land where they still allow freedom. <laughs> they had the cartels run them up in some immigrant's backpack.
2: And uh, lastly, Mike Robert, a former NASA engineer, is using his know-how to teach porch pirates a lesson. In a YouTube video that's been watched more than 8 million times, he explains that his decoy package senses when a thief jostles it, and that signals four phones to start recording, and then... And then right here we have some fart spray, but we added a second bottle this year. So as both these motors spin cams around, not only does it spray twice as much, but we changed the formula this time around, and it is wretched. The package also
0: sprays the Porch Pirate with glitter.
2: Yeah, it turns into
0: a bit of a stinky disco when, you know, when they open up, there's like lights, and (laughs) and it spins around, and there's cameras that record it that automatically upload the video to the cloud servers, so then he has access to seeing the real-time reactions of the Porch Pirates opening this fart disco. An aggressive
2: scent. And then does he hit him with a bat? (laughs) That's what ought to happen to those people. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. (laughs) So uh, we've got to get to the president's letter, which I haven't heard, but you, you say is entertaining on some level? It is
1: scathing. Hmm. It, it's, a, it's really quite amazing. <laughs> there are a couple of key lines, yeah, I want to feature. We never did flirting at work can be a good thing, according to new studies, and that zero tolerance policies are a bad idea. Everybody's again. feeling a little festive, Jack. Now's the perfect time to bring us that story. She looks cute in her Santa hat. You want to say something? We have a step-by-step, detailed, documented takedown of James Comey, prepared uh, thanks to some of our alert and apparently, uh, you know, motivated and 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 uh, having plenty of time listeners. Hey, we got this text. So my 18-year-old senior in high school is homeless? Would that technically be true? I don't That's an adult know living that. in your home. Uh, I don't but know. But they're it, still a... De- well, are they dependent at 18? They may be. They, mm. It depends. If you're paying for their stuff, yes. Mm. You're paying for their education, yes. How about if they come back after college and uh, and uh, are living with you? Then, then they're technically homeless? Uh, yeah, I suppose so, yeah, according to the, uh, the definitions now in use in parts of California, because they're trying to flog more funding out of uh, the government or the people or whatever, yeah, they're faking up the homeless number. Well, then I know a number of people who have, uh, homeless people living in their home. Yes, I know, uh, ironically. And they're relatively well-to-do people, but. Yes, and the homeless person is in a home, full-time.
0: Which Which, makes
1: you wonder a little bit.
0: With little threat of uh, anything bad happening to them, from what I can see. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Whether or not legally it's true that they're homeless or not, feel free to use calling your, your seniors in high school's bums as a way of motivation. <laughs> right. right. Get out of the house, you bum! Exactly. For example. example.
1: Certainly the boomerang at like 25, you could you could do that, I suppose. You could say, you know, you're a you're a bum, according to statistics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! So now, putting the merriment aside for just a moment, I want this to be heard loud and clear from coast to coast and all ships at sea. The state of California is now calling people who live full-time in a home homeless. How crazy and stupid is Cal Unicornia? That crazy. Yeah. Well, that's the way we do things. Yep. Uh, lots to talk about on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.
2: That's nuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. He's right, I was wrong. I was overconfident in the procedures that the FBI and Justice had built over 20 years. I thought they were robust enough. It's incredibly hard to get a FISA. I was overconfident in those. In fact, it's not been real hard, as Comey suggests, to get a FISA warrant. The government made
1: 1,081 FISA surveillance requests in 2018. The court rejected only one of them. That's an approval rate of well over 99%. So, as has been claimed for many years, and I'm surprised I didn't remember this, or that Chris Wallace didn't bring it up, because this is a big deal back when, I think when Snowden first came out and uh, liberals were worried about spying by the government, that the FISA court is really a rubber stamp. Almost 100% of the time, they just say, yeah, sure, if you say it's necessary go ahead and i suspect rather strongly that one case that was rejected they said hey you got to clean this up and bring it back i think the reverse of what comey said is the is the case uh, based on the fisa uh, spank in the fbi yesterday yeah we thought we could trust you that, see, you didn't make a mistake in, in, in us. We made a mistake in you. Yes. We thought we could trust the FBI to be on the up and up. We ain't going to do that no more. we got more on that story coming it's up later. Scathing and unequivocal. And yeah, Comey saying the opposite of what is true seems to be a pattern. I gave the guy the benefit of the doubt. Then I gave him, well, he's quirky, he's got an ego, blah, it. No, he's just a liar, an absolute liar. So this letter the president wrote to Nancy Pelosi, you're hearing a couple of highlights on the news, but um, I want to tell you about it and, and read you a couple of excerpts from it that are just blockbusters. <laughs> Can I read you how they phrased the beginning of it in the dispatch today? It's pretty funny. Uh, it, it, sure. I don't think it gives anything away. Okay. It's it funny. doesn't matter. Go ahead. It's pretty funny. As of yesterday, the phrase "It's a terrible thing you are doing, but you will have to live with it." Not I, has now been uttered by one of your morning dispatchers when he was cut from his high school baseball team, <laughs> and the president of the United States. <laughs> so, <laughs> Donald J. Trump, in this letter, which I will bet you a hundred dollars, was co-written by uh, Stephen Miller, because it, it's got it sounds like him. Keep on rocking me, baby. Uh, no, different, different guy. Different. Uh, while I have no expect, this is from the end, but I thought this was a good explanation of why he wrote it. Um, I write this letter to you for the purpose of history and to put my thoughts on a permanent and indelible record. 100 years from now, when people look back at this affair, I want them to understand it and learn from it so that it can never happen to another president again. So that's why I wrote it. Ladies and gentlemen, I've read the entire letter. It's six pages. I right know. Double space? Could have really kept it to three and a half. And, you know, you almost never make something worse by making it shorter. Just as a former editor, I'll tell you that. Um, it is a number of things. It is uh, incredibly Trumpian. It is funny at times. And it is an absolutely 500, six, 700 pound gorilla of a defense of the president. It's good. Mm. Anyway, because he stays on track, doesn't go off like in his speeches. By oh, the way, oh, oh. nobody says Merry Christmas anymore. He goes off a little bit, but um, the articles of I'm just going to hit you with some excerpts. The articles of impeachment introduced by the House Judiciary Committee are not recognizable under any standard of constitutional theory, interpretation, or jurisprudence. They include no crimes, no n- misdemeanors, no offenses whatsoever. You've cheapened the importance of the very ugly word impeachment. By proceeding with your invalid impeachment, you are violating your oaths of office, you are breaking your allegiance to the Constitution, you are declaring open war on American democracy, yet you dare to invoke the founding fathers in pursuit of this election nullification scheme, yet your spiteful actions display unfettered contempt for America's founding, and your egregious conduct threatens to destroy that which our founders pledged their very lives to build. Even worse than offending the founding fathers, you're offending Americans of faith by continually saying, I pray for the president. When you know this statement is not true, unless it is meant in a negative sense, it is a terrible thing you are doing. But you will have to live with it, not I. That is the second of what I'm told are six exclamation points Uh, at the end of that. um, Six total, not six at the end of that sentence. One per page. Uh, Yeah, roughly, yeah. Uh, your first claim, abuse of power, is, complete, is a completely disingenuous, meritless, and baseless invention of your imagination. Then he goes into the call with Zelensky, a number of follow-up meetings with Zelensky, etc., and, and, and we all know that story. You're turning a policy disagreement between two branches of government into an impeachable offense. It's no more legitimate than the executive branch charging members of Congress with crimes for the lawful exercise of legislative power. Then he goes into Biden and the prosecutor and the video and uh, some more Zelensky stuff. Uh, the second claim, so-called obstruction of Congress, and and this, I think, is absolutely true. The Zelensky call I have a number of problems with. I don't think it's as bad as, as you do, Jack, and, and many fine and intelligent people think it is, but... Again, it's not an and or or it's not (laughs) not a perfect call anyway, but I like this. The second claim, so-called obstruction of justice, is preposterous and dangerous. House Democrats are trying to impeach the duly elected President of the United States for asserting constitutionally based privileges that have been asserted on a bipartisan basis by administrations of both parties through our nation's history. Under that standard, every American President would have been impeached many times over. As liberal law professor Jonathan Turley warned when addressing Congressional Democrats, I can't and this is a quote, I can't emphasize this enough. If you impeach a President, if you make a high crime and misdemeanor out of going to the courts, it's an abuse of power. It's your abuse of power. You're doing precisely what you're uh, criticizing the president for doing. Um, a number of Democrats have come out, not a large number, but a handful so far have come out and said they're voting against number two there. Yeah, yeah. Because that one's pretty squishy. Yeah. Well, it's beyond pretty squishy. Number two is squishy. You proud of yourself? <laughs> oh, that was not my intent. Everyone you included. <laughs> so you to adjourn. Yeah, I'm going to do adjourn. I second that. <laughs> an aggressive scent, <laughs> Michael. Everyone you included knows what really happened. Your chosen candidate lost the election in 2016 in an electoral college landslide, 306 to 227. He goes ahead and throws the number in. Oh. Very Trumpy. <laughs> no kidding. And you and your party... <laughs> That's hilarious. ...have never recovered from this defeat. You've developed a full-fledged case of what many in the media call Trump derangement syndrome, and sadly, you'll never get over it. Then he goes into uh, the election a little more. You view democracy as your enemy. Speaker Pelosi, you admitted just last week at a public forum that your party's impeachment effort has been going on for, and I quote, two and a half years, long before you ever heard about a phone call with Ukraine. Nineteen minutes after I took the oath of office... The Washington Post published a story headlined, The Campaign to Impeach President Trump Has Begun. That is true. Less than three months after my inauguration, Representative Maxine Waters stated, I'm going to fight every day until he's impeached. House Democrats introduced the first impeachment resolution against me within months of my inauguration for what will be regarded as one of our country's best decisions, the firing of James Comey. Please see the Inspector General reports, Mm. who the world knows now is one of the dirtiest cops our nation has ever seen. A ranting and raving congresswoman, Rashida Tlaib, uh, declared just hours after she was sworn into office, we're going to go in there and we're going to impeach the mother effer. Representative Al Green said in May, I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected. Again, you and your allies said and did all of these things long before you heard of President Zelensky or anything related to Ukraine. That's a pretty good laying out of the history of it. Um, as you know, this impeachment drive has nothing to do with Ukraine or the totally appropriate conversation. Only has to do with your attempt to undo the election and steal the next one. Then he takes uh, shots at Adam Schiff. Congressman Adam Schiff cheated and lied all the way up to the present day. Even going so far as to fraudulently make up out of thin air my conversation with President Zelensky of Ukraine and read this fantasy language to Congress as though it was said by me. Everybody agreed that was bad. His, uh, that's me. Uh, his shameless lies and deceptions dating all the way back to the Russian hoax was one of the main reasons we were here today. Then he touts uh, the economy, the great state of uh, you know trade deals, etc., for a long paragraph. Uh, he says he'd love to work with the Democrats. He mentions the Russia witch hunt. Um, and he says, uh, worse still, I've been deprived of basic constitutional due process from the beginning of this impeachment scam right up to the president. And he skips ahead. More due process was afforded to those accused in the Salem Witch Trials. I don't actually believe that's true. I don't think there was much... Fact uh, check. Yeah, much due process there at all. And then he blasts her little respect for the American people. Uh, Democratic Party has been... Possessed by impeachment fever. This is not a somber affair. You are making a mockery of impeachment and are scarcely concealing your hatred of me, of the Republican Party, of tens of millions of patriotic Americans. The voters are wise and they are seeing straight through this empty, hollow, and dangerous game you're playing. So, the ending part about 100 years from now, people look back. See, I'm in the camp that thinks we're going to start impeaching on a regular basis. It's going to become a normal part of politics. I'm not sure this is going to stand out as much as people think. I think you're wrong. I hope so. Maybe because I just hope you're wrong. Because this is so tiresome and dumb. I can't live through more of these. (laughs) I'm bored. (laughs)